What's most important is that the news that someone is being let go needs to come from a direct one-on-one -on -one conversation with their manager. The time that folks feel betrayed is when they hear the news from someone else or in a break room or over a group announcement or worse on social media or via some other channel of gossip. It makes people feel like you don't respect or appreciate them enough to even take the time to communicate to them personally. You know what? I totally get that. That makes sense to me. I would feel it too. And so would you. With all the COVID layoffs, if huge companies like Airbnb can implement this effectively, so can you. Here's a step-by-step. Hey y'all, welcome to a solo episode of The Pod, where in under 20 minutes, we're going to tackle some of the most important and common challenges you are dealing with as a CEO, founder, or executive. Before I jump in, I would love to hear from you. Do you like these episodes? Let me know. Do you hate them? Let it rip and share how I can make them better. Email me at podcast at jenniferkamara.com with your feedback. And if you have a topic that should I cover it would make a world of difference in your productivity, shoot that over as well. I'm going to cover as many of these as I can in future episodes. Today, we're going to tackle how to let go of folks compassionately. This has been a topic that many of us have been struggling with, particularly in these economic times. This is a tough topic. Hardly anyone enjoys firing someone. It's always a difficult conversation and it's always necessary. The good news is that there are proven tactics that you can implement in letting a person go in a way where you treat them well and that in a few weeks to months will massively improve on your company's output. You ready to jump in? Let's go. To start, let's cover what makes this a difficult conversation. What brings up these feelings of guilt, dread, hurt, and sadness in you as you even think about sharing this news with an employee? Trust me, I've been there. I get it. There are a few core traumas in life. Death losing your partner or spouse, losing your home, and losing your job. And so it's normal to feel bad about firing someone. In fact, these negative feelings mean you are a functioning and healthy human being. Now, I know that doesn't make it any easier, but for what it's worth, it's normal. The good news here is that, like with cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT, as you practice letting go of folks in a humane and compassionate way, you'll get the results that are not as bad as you envision them to be. What I mean by that is the employee will be less hostile and more understanding than you imagined when you treat them well and with compassion. And your team and company will perform better. This has been shown time and time again. Don't take my word for it. Check out the companies during COVID layoffs. Humans perform better when there are fewer teammates because it lowers the amount of coordination that needs to happen and folks get a lot more effective. So all to say, the practicing and seeing the outcomes that are better than you might have expected them to be will begin to wire new pathways in your brain after a few reps. That'll help transform your current relationship with these conversations. So you'll get to a place where it's not pleasant still, but it's also not as dreadful as you currently experience them to be. So save hope here. The second reminder I'll share is to take a beat when you're in the position of needing to let folks go, to reflect on why are you building a company and who is your primary responsibility with. Take a beat to really hash that out for yourself. You're building this company or leading this department with a primary responsibility to your customers. Yes, also your investors, your partners, and your employees, but primarily to your customers. 
Now, what do your customers need? I'm willing to bet that that's a great product or service, which means supreme output. I'm also willing to bet that your customers want to know that you're a company that treats its people well. So let's do that in all your actions, including when you need to let folks go. Now, more often, you're going to need to let go of underperformers because they're just not meeting goals, just not serving the customers, just not supporting the company to do its main responsibility. If you have to let go of A players, it's likely due to a challenging economic climate where you need to protect a certain amount of dollars to keep the company afloat so that it can exist past whatever climate you're going through to continue to serve your customers. Both situations understandable and necessary. With that in mind, how can you most compassionately let go of folks who are not performing well enough or whom, despite being stellar, you can't afford to keep? I'm going to share with you proven tactics that folks from Brian Chesky of Airbnb to Matt Mochari, a CEO coach, and others who've endured tech layoffs have lived through and tested that you yourself can implement today. What's most important is that the news that someone is being let go needs to come from a direct one-on-one conversation with their manager. The time that folks feel betrayed is when they hear the news from someone else or in a break room or over a group announcement or worse on social media or via some other channel of gossip. It makes people feel like you don't respect or appreciate them enough to even take the time to communicate to them personally. You know what? I totally get that. That makes sense to me. I would feel it too. And so would you. With all the COVID layoffs, if huge companies like Airbnb can implement this effectively, so can you. Here's a step by step. First, tell your managers that you need to save X number of dollars. They need to make the call on who we need to let go of because they are privy to the workflows in ways that you are not. It's important to share a dollar amount of savings, not X number of employees, because if you do the latter, they're likely to just let go of the most junior people who oftentimes do the most work anyway. The other thing that is more destructive than helpful is trying to cut as few people as possible. Totally normal reaction where you want to minimize the damage. However, what the implication of this tends to be is that you end up needing to do multiple rounds of layoffs, and this breeds fear and lack of trust at the company. It's really important to cut deep the first time so you don't have to do it again. I'll come back to this in a moment. All right. So once your managers have determined who needs to be let go, you want to schedule all of these meetings back to back. Make them really short, 15 minutes back to back. You can take them all in the morning. Here's a tip to help the person receive the information. Your manager will say, this will be a difficult conversation. Take a moment to prepare yourself. The shock of getting bad news usually comes because we are taken by surprise. And hence, by giving them this heads up, you're giving them a chance to prepare themselves to receive tough news. Once you've given them a beat, immediately say, I have to let you go. You want to break the news immediately, no suspense, don't keep them hanging, followed by exactly why you need to let them go. And be really transparent here. This is where you are being honest and direct with them, and they will respect that. Give the employee a moment to absorb this information, right? And then you want to share, hey, I know this sucks. I want to schedule a proper one-on-one conversation with you where we have a whole hour to go over your thoughts and your feelings. And really important, I want to support you in finding a new job. Now, some of you may be thinking if you're letting go of a low performer that they weren't great in their job, why would I be helping them find a new job? What I'll say to that is everybody is great at something. And as their manager, what is that thing that you observed that they were phenomenal at? Take that skill, experience, or lens 
And once you and the employee agree that this is, in fact, something that they're great at, they enjoy and want to pursue more of, then actively reach out to folks in your network to say, hey, I have this person. I need to let them go because it's not a great fit with their skills here. And we need to save costs. However, they're phenomenal at XYZ. And I want to recommend them in this capacity. You actively be their recommender. What I mean by that is you're actively reaching out to folks. They would be a great support, not just passively with references. Do whatever you can to support them in finding a new job that you believe and they agree and are excited for that they would excel at. It goes without saying that you would also do this for your top performers who you need to let go of because you have no alternative. This is what I mean by treat your people well. Then that afternoon, after you've had your back-to-back 15-minute one-on-ones, schedule in all hands with the folks who are staying. Coming back to what I mentioned about cutting deep the first time so you don't have to lay off more than once. You want to, at this all hands, be able to say, this is only happening once. So everybody here, look to your left, look to your right, look in front and behind you. Each of these folks you're seeing are our stay team. They're here to stay and you have my word. Really important to be able to say this. Otherwise, folks won't trust you and the fear will overpower their actions. So if you do the deep cuts once, as painful as that is, it will help protect the trust in your stay team. So let them know that they're the team you've hand chosen, invite them to stay and build and take the company to the next level together with you. Say out loud, you want them to feel heard. You want to validate their feelings. We're all human beings and we have feelings. And so you want to say out loud, look, I know this sucks. And I really genuinely invite y'all to voice your questions and your feelings. You want to respond to these questions truthfully. Repeat back what you're hearing from them so they feel understood. And after this all hands, schedule one-on-ones with each member of the state team and their manager. But before these one-on-ones, you want to have the one-on-ones with the folks that are going and their manager. At the 60-minute one-on-ones with the folks who are leaving, treat them kindly, offer a severance where you can afford to, and be their active recommender. You want to let them go ASAP as well. You don't want folks to be hanging around for a long time. It's not great for you, neither for them, nor for the folks who are staying. It's really tough on morale. So you want this to be as quick a transition as possible. At the stay team 60-minute one-on-ones, your primary goal is to make your people feel heard, you want to respect them, and you want to appreciate them. So genuinely listen to and take their feedback where you agree with it and implement that feedback that you agree with. If you disagree with the feedback, transparently share what your view is and where you're coming from. You want to get to a point where you agree to disagree or where they see your viewpoint and agree with you. So it's important to have these respectful conversations where your people feel seen and heard and appreciated. You'll see the GO team will appreciate the way you handled the situation. Even if you don't end up being friends with everyone, I'm willing to bet that folks will appreciate the way you handled it. You'll see the state team likely has lower morale for the first few weeks, but after that, you'll start to see output improve. And within two to three months, your company will be performing better than before. Notice after all of this how you personally feel. What went better than you expected? What went worse than you expected? Definitely take note of what can you do better next time and practice, practice, practice. All right, those are my tips. Let's summarize. First, it's normal to dread difficult conversations, particularly trauma-inducing ones like needing to let someone go from their job. It is also necessary to do to keep your company in top shape or afloat for your customers, your investors, and the remaining employees and your partners. Take a beat to remember the most important stakeholder you're serving, which is your customer, and your responsibility to do right by them. 
Communicate the bad news directly in a private one-on-one so the person who's being let go feels respected and able to voice their feelings. If you're letting go of more than one person due to an economic reason where you need to keep the company afloat, schedule 15-minute meetings back-to-back-to-back to to ensure that folks are hearing it directly from you. Then schedule follow-up 60-minute one-on-ones to support them. Flesh out and process their feelings. Be an active recommender for a role they would excel and you want to align on departure logistics. Schedule an all-hands that afternoon for the state team to share the news. Important, you want to share the why you're letting this person slash persons go transparently, and you want to allow folks to voice their feelings and share the feedback. You don't want to back away from this. Really lean into that. I know it feels scary, but again, with practice, we'll see it's not as dreadful. Make sure to have a 60-minute one-on-one with every person that's staying and their manager so they can continue to process their feelings, have them feel heard, respect them, and appreciate them. You want to practice this. What went well, what didn't, implement the feedback for subsequent times, hopefully not too, too many in your career or in your company building. And in the times when you do need to let folks go, I hope these tips help you do it compassionately and in a way that helps you build a perspective that you can treat people well, even in firing them. All right, y'all, that's what I have to share on the topic. Let me know what I missed. What has worked well for you that I didn't include here? I'd love to hear it. Also, write me at podcast at Jennifer Kamara with how this goes for you. I read every single note. And remember, you've got this. I believe in you. And I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you hear, leave a review and share.